Welcome to the Unpacking It podcast, where we interview intriguing guests from the sports and entertainment world. I'm Bryce Johnson. Today's podcast includes a throwback interview with one of our early guests. The Unpacking It radio show began in August 2012, and over the years, we've had the privilege of talking with players, coaches, entertainers, authors, and broadcasters, and throughout that time. Technology has improved, sound quality has as well, and and even though some of those early interviews are, are funny for me to listen to, I think they're some of our, our best guests, and, and, and they're still some of my, my favorite stories that we've heard on this show, and so that's why we want to continue to make these available to you and, and wanted to share today's interview with you. So I hope you'll enjoy today's podcast and and check out all of our current and past interviews from over the years. Also, be sure to sign up for the Unpack This email devotional blog on unpackingit.com. But let's jump right in. I hope you enjoy today's guest. He won the Heisman Trophy as a quarterback in 1993 and is the only Heisman Trophy winner to play in the NBA. He is now a high school coach in Pensacola, Florida. Charlie Ward joins us now to unpack his life, family, and faith. Charlie, how are you? I'm doing just fine, Bryce. How's everything going with you? It's going great. Really appreciate you, you being a part of this. And, and I know you're, you're right in the middle of, of football season. And, and now you're the, the head football coach at Booker T. Washington High School. And, and I'm curious, when did you know that you wanted to coach? And, and why did you end up uh, on the high school level compared to maybe pro or college? Well, I uh, got an opportunity to uh, coach in the NBA. My, uh, I finished my career in 2004-2005, and uh, Coach Van Gundy gave me an opportunity to see if coaching was something I wanted to do. So I went in on an in- interim basis, and then the next year I got an opportunity to be on the bench. And, uh, so, But there came a time where... I wanted to spend more time with my family. Uh, I wanted a schedule that was a little bit more flexible mm. than the NBA lifestyle because I had given 13 years of my uh, life to the NBA lifestyle and I uh, wanted to at least spend a little bit more time with the kids, being able to go to a few more activities than normal. And that's when I made uh made the jump from pros to high school. Yeah. Um, So that's where I've been the past eight years. Well, and then, of course, going from basketball to football. So what went into that decision, and and what's that transition been like? Uh, Well, my initial uh, reason for what I was doing before was I was going to be coaching – uh, basketball and football okay. assisting at, at our first school, Westbury Christian, in Houston, Texas. And I, unfortunately, you know, our football team wasn't very good. Our hmm. uh, basketball team was very, very good. And um, they gave me an opportunity to become the head football coach there and try to help build a program. And uh, we did a pretty good job of just giving it some stability mm. for you know six six 
six, seven years, seven years, and um, we did as much as we could to make it successful. Um, not just we didn't win that many games, but uh, we we had an impact on kids and trying to you know do the thing that God has called us to do, which is to help help another uh, brother, hold him accountable, help him uh, grow spiritually. And I was fortunate to be able to do that at uh, Westbury Christian for seven years, and now here at uh, Booker T. Washington in Pensacola, uh, we still haven't making an impact. You know, we didn't win four games this year, but uh, we've done a good job of working to build stability and credibility um, through, you know, actions and holding guys accountable and teaching them, you know, what accountability is about. We're talking with Charlie Ward right now on Unpacking It. You you know him from his, his days in, in the NBA and, and playing at Florida State and, and now having an opportunity to be a head football coach in, in high school. And and also, is this correct that you're coaching your, your son, Caleb? Uh, yes, he's on the uh, freshman team, okay. football. Okay. Uh, he's on the freshman team, so I didn't really get a chance. To, I didn't coach him, um, but... It was a good learning experience for him. For him. Uh, he wasn't accustomed to public school mm. uh, football, which is a little different than what he was used to. Um, but nonetheless, it was a good experience for him. And, you know, he's growing and working to make good decisions as he grow uh, through his transition as well. So uh, I'm happy my daughter, daughter's team now. Uh, she's in sixth grade basketball team, so I have to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that that's awesome! Does she have some game? Uh, she she works. I mean, she, she's uh, she's a good athlete. <laughs> I bet. Um, she she likes, but she's a violist as well. She plays the viola. Oh, nice! Uh, so she's uh, well rounded, but she's a good athlete. Oh, that that's neat. And then, what about your your third child? Uh, Joshua, uh, right now he's a swimmer. Oh, he does all the swimming. Yeah, but he's a he's a big kindergartner, so we're not sure what he's doing. But he's playing, learning to play the cello. Wow! And uh, we're continuing to work with him as well. He's he's been a delight. You know, we adopted him. Um, I think it's been four years ago. Oh, okay. Four and a half years ago, so he's uh, he's been a great delight for us and helping us <clears throat> helping us grow as parents. That's neat. Yeah, well, well, what, what what went into the, the choosing to adopt and 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 going down kind of that that path? Uh, well, it was we were, it was the time when Haiti had that big earthquake. Yeah. And my wife was also uh, reading Coach Tony Dungeon's book, and you know they're a big, uh, big family on adoption. Yep. They have about six kids, I think. They're adopted about six kids or so. And so, with all that being said, and you know, it was around the time that we had talked about possibly having another kid mm. ourselves. However. Uh, we weren't able to do it naturally, uh, so we were. Uh, so we 
looked at adoption, looking at domestic and also international, and uh, prayed about it. And God gave us you know, the direction to adopt domestically. Mm. And we wanted an African American little boy uh, that we could, you know, and help grow up, and so we can help uh, a young black man, another young black man, male, uh, to put him out in society, help him teach values, and you know that's what God has called us to do with our children. Uh, so. That's something that we we wanted to do, and we're fortunate that we were able to make it happen in a short period of time. Ah, that that that's a great story. I always am encouraged by uh, adoption stories, and I got married a year ago, and definitely something that my wife and I have uh, have discussed. So appreciate you sharing about that. But Charlie Ward joining us here on Unpacking It, and I also like to hear that your son's a, a swimmer because that's that's what I did growing up. So I'm a big big swimming fan, and it was a coach of swimming and all that. So it's a good good sport. So it doesn't always get as much attention as some of the other ones. So uh, appreciate that he's he's getting an opportunity to do that, but. But Charlie, you've you've mentioned, and as people know you, that that faith is very important to you. And and I'm curious, what what has God been teaching you most recently? What what's really been on on your heart, and and what are some ways that that He's uh, just kind of speaking to you right now? Um. Well, I guess being more devoted to Him and and in His process of growing as a coach, as a father, as a husband. And, uh, I mean, uh, when you become a Christian or you're a Christian for so long, sometimes it can become mundane Mm. activity. And you just kind of go through the motions or go with the motions. You understand and know you say all the right things. You work to do all the right things. Uh, You understand, you know, right from wrong and the heart matter behind it. Um, however, you know, your relationship with him starts to uh, dwindle because you feel like you, you you know a lot, done a lot, but you're still not growing. Uh, and I'm and that's where I am right now. Mm. You know, uh, I have a partner buddy of mine that's helping me through that part of it, uh, accountability piece, and but you know, being in public school has definitely uh, been an encouragement because there's a lot of darkness out there. Um, there I mean, there's darkness in, in Christian school as well, and uh, you know, it just went a whole lot. In mean, public school, there's a lot. Mm. Guys and girls that need some direction, and uh, God's placed me in that setting to be able to help them. I uh, just see through, you know, some of the things that they may say, some of the things that maybe they may be doing, uh, and that they can understand that their ramifications, uh, not now, but maybe later on when they've gone through the process of growing and maturing that some of the decisions that they're making today will have a big effect on their long-term, you know, I call it, you know, health in the sense of decision-making and scars and those types of things that, you know, you have when Mm. 
when you um, when you're living a life of sin, mm. and uh, when you decide and make that decision that God is first and foremost, and even if you are in that decision, sometimes you get caught up in your environment, and you just have to be reminded uh, about you know what God stresses and what He His desire is for our life, and you know. Sometimes you have to be patient and wait on those things. That absolutely, we're talking with Charlie Ward here on unpacking it and and being able to have an impact as a as a coach is is huge. And and I'm I'm curious too. Do do you find it tougher to live up to being that role model and example for Christ as a coach, or how does that compare to when you were playing in the NBA and having to to live up to being a role model and, and in the spotlight in that sense? Um, I mean, it's, it's no different. I mean, it depends on your relationship with the Lord and where you're trying to go. And, you know, the accountability factor, as I mentioned, to a lot of um, a lot of people is, you know, when you're leading, uh, when you're leading the team uh, spiritually, whether it's uh, devos or Bible study or what have you, uh, you still have to be accountable to yourself because people are looking at you. Mm-hmm. And as a coach, is no different. That's right. Because um, they're looking at you, and that's what you're preaching and teaching. Uh, so they're looking to see how you're living your life. Uh, so you know, when it comes down to it, it's really no different. Uh, you know, accountability... It has to be there. Yep. Uh, first for you for yourself, and secondly, you got to have coaches and people around you that's going to hold you accountable as well. And I think you know that's the you know there's really no different whether you're a businessman or businesswoman, whomever it may be. If you're a Christian, you always have to be um, held accountable. Not to your coworkers or whoever, but you know, first and foremost to our heavenly Father. That's right. And uh, so that's the challenge that we all face as leaders, uh, or men of God, men of God, or women. Absolutely. No, I, I appreciate that. That's that's encouraging and challenging to me as well. Just the the accountability factor as we're as we're going through life. It's crucial, and we can get so busy and and kind of lose sight of that to to hold others accountable, but also. Uh, be accountable ourselves to them. So uh, we're talking with Charlie Ward. And, and the final thing I wanted to ask you about is obviously you're very plugged into the, the kids in high school and, and wanting to, to have influence and impact on them. What about the young players that, that may be playing in college or even in the NBA? And, and I know you've been connected with, with Jameis Winston, of course, because uh, of the Florida State connection. But is that something that you try to to reach out to, to players or do you let them kind of reach out to you in, in order for some sort of mentorship to, to take place? Um, no, I mean, I, I've connected with Jameis. It's been a few years before even, you know, before he started playing. Yeah. Uh, and I normally talk to, you know, connect, get connected with some of the quarterbacks, at Florida State, mm-hmm. uh, that's been there. Some have listened, and some not listened, but you know I've talked to and try to help through and encourage during their time there. 
and challenge them the way someone challenged me, and mm. I challenged guys once I was, you know, in the NFL, I'm an NBA. Um, so it's, uh, you know, it's, it's more of a friendship, a partnership, mentor uh, deal, and you know, I, I have people asking me to talk to their son or talk to a player or whatever the case may be, and they're all mind doing it, uh, but if there's no relationship there, um, it's hard to yeah. you know, just talk talk to one person one time um, about something that they may have done. Um, and I think that's the key to, you know, I have a relationship with Jameis. It's been very uh, good because I've been able to encourage him and challenge him in different areas. And, you know, he's willing to listen and, you know, he's still – growing and maturing in a lot of areas, just like we all have to. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, but for the most part, you know, I, I just I try to help impart wisdom, things that I uh, may have done um, that I, you know, would wish I would have done differently. However, you know, I'm grateful that someone did correct me uh, when I was going astray in some form or fashion. Um, to be able to help help me make good decisions along the way, so along with the scriptures, so it was important. It was important for me to be able to give back in that in that way as well. Ah, I love it. That's some, that's something I'm very passionate about. Is is the, just the mentorship of of being mentored and then mentoring others. And, and I think if if we can all be be in that that mode of okay who can we reach out to a mentor and, and who do we look to, to to be mentored by so um that's 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 awesome to hear and and hopefully whether we we see it from from fans and media and what's going on with, with Jameis but to know behind the scenes that that people are pouring into him like yourself uh that, that's huge so Charlie really appreciate you you taking the time to to join us here on unpacking it and and great insight appreciate your your heart and and, and what you're doing as a as a coach at, at this point in your your life and as a father and so thank you so much and and hopefully we can do it again soon all right thank you I hope you enjoyed this classic interview here on the Unpacking It podcast and encourage you to check out some of our recent interviews as well as all the classic interviews that we have available to you on unpackingit.com or in iTunes. Just search Unpacking It and wherever you uh, listen to the podcast, I hope you'll be willing to leave uh, a comment and and a review and, and offer some feedback that especially helps in iTunes. And if you ever want to uh, offer up some some thoughts. Uh, you can email me personally, Bryce, B-R-Y-C-E, at unpackingit.com. Also, be sure to check out our weekday email devotional blog. You can sign up for free on unpackingit.com. And if you feel led to support Unpacking It Ministries financially, we would greatly appreciate your monthly support. Even as little as $5 a month would just be a a huge blessing to our ministry so that we can continue to encourage, challenge, and inspire sports fans to follow Jesus and become more like him. Thanks for all of your support. Thanks for listening today. And we'll talk to you next time on the Unpacking It podcast.